This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Thursday, the 19th of May. In your sport today, comebacks are complete at the Swimming Champs. England poach and Aussie coach. The PGA Championship starts tonight and when celebrations go wrong. This is your sport today. Before we get into things, Luce, you're a little bit crook. Yeah, a little bit under the weather, but getting better every day. That's what we want to hear, Luce, your commitment to sport today and everybody tuning in. All right, let's dive into today's episode because we're only one day into the Australian Swimming Championships and we've already got not one but two big stories. We'll start with Cody Simpson, the pop star who quit to make a comeback to swimming. Well, Luce, it might be comeback complete because he's made the Aussie squad. He's not officially a dolphin yet until the squad is named after the meet, but he is as good as in. Simpson finished third in the final of the 100-metre butterfly behind Matt Temple and Kyle Chalmers. Now, the top two in each event will go to the World Championships and the top three to the Commonwealth Games. But luckily for Simpson, Chalmers isn't going to the World Champs in Budapest, so it looks like Temple and Simpson are in. Simpson was a gun junior swimmer, but his career got put on hold when he became a teenage pop sensation in the US. He started his comeback in 2020 and in two years he's made the Aussie squad. Not sure I'm too familiar with his uh, singing career, Luce, but he looks pretty good in the pool. Uh, He actually thought it was going to take him until 2024 to get back in the Aussie squad, so he's ahead of schedule. Uh, It was a night of comebacks in Adelaide because Shana Jack is back in the Aussie squad two years after serving a drugs ban. Uh, Luce, there were tears, but there were tears of joy. Yeah, Jack says she wasn't going to cry this week, but said there were tears of joy when she swam a personal best in the 100 metre freestyle to finish second and make the Dolphins squad. In 2019, Jack tested positive to a very small amount of a banned substance and was banned for four years, but she appealed and got it reduced to two years when it was decided she didn't knowingly take the drug. She missed out on the Tokyo Olympics last year, but in the final, she swam the second fastest time this year of 52.6. Six zero seconds. Yeah, the fastest time is 52.49 by Molly O'Callaghan, who actually won the final. Uh, Australia's swim stocks are really strong, considering Olympic champion Emma McKean and the Campbell sisters aren't swimming at these national championships. They continue today in Adelaide, and you can watch it all on Amazon Prime. We've got a couple of coaching stories now. First up, it's Matthew Mott. He's taken up a role as the head coach of England's men's limited overs cricket teams. So loose, that means Australia has lost its most successful women's coach ever. Yeah, Mott pretty much did everything as coach of Australia's national women's cricket team. In seven years with Mott as coach, the Aussie women's side won three Ashes series, two T20 World Cups and one 50 over World Cup. And that's leaving out a record 26 consecutive ODI wins. Mott will coach England's men's one day and T20 sides while New Zealand legend Brendan McCullum will look after the test team. Mott says it was going to take something special for him to leave the job, but says now is the right time to help England. It means assistant coach Shelley Nitschke will be Australia's interim coach for the Commonwealth Games that start in July. Yeah, Cricket Australia says there's no timeline yet on when Mott's replacement will be announced. Uh, Luce, I guess that means us Aussie fans have now one reason to support England when they're not playing Australia, of course. <laughs> Never. 
Sticking with coaching news, but switching to rugby league, Craig Bellamy will continue on as the head coach of the Melbourne Storm in 2023. Loose, it took an immortal of the game to convince Bellamy to keep on coaching. Yeah, Bellamy says a phone call with rugby league immortal Andrew Johns convinced him to keep coaching. Bellamy signed a five-year deal in 2021, and every year he can choose whether he'll coach again the following season, and if he doesn't, he'll move into a coaching director role. His decision to stay could help the club keep their champion half, Cameron Munster, who is off contract at the end of next season. A lot of clubs are trying to sign Munster, but his relationship with Bellamy could keep him in Melbourne. We also found out yesterday that Mick Potter will be the interim coach at the Bulldogs for the rest of the year after Trent Barrett quit this week. Potter steps up from reserve grade coach and has been the head coach of the West Tigers in the past. Yep, and that's the team that Dogs played this Friday night. You couldn't script it better. Uh, Potter coached 48 games at the Tigers. Bellamy has coached 508 games for the Storm, which brings us to today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. Download that for all your NRL stats, scores, and news. Uh, who are the people who have coached more NRL games than Craig Bellamy? Loose, help us out. Well, my clue is that there are three coaches who have done it. Yeah, just the three loose. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. Football fans, set your alarms for 1am on Monday morning because the English Premier League is going to go down to the final round. Liverpool kept the title race alive by winning from a goal down yesterday to beat Southampton. And that means they trail Manchester City by just one point with a game to go. But loose, the biggest story wasn't in the Premier League yesterday. No, that was in the championship, which is the second highest division in English football. Unlike the A-League's promotion and relegation is huge in the UK. That's why there was so much drama in the game between Nottingham Forest and Sheffield United. Sheffield won 2-1 on the night, but it finished 3-0 on aggregate, so the match went to penalties. Nottingham goalie Bryce Samba saved three shots to help his team advance to the final. This is a massive deal because Nottingham will now play Huddersfield in a playoff for the last spot in the Premier League, which is regarded as one of the richest matches in sport because it's worth about $500 million to the club that's promoted through TV money, exposure, and more lucrative sponsorships. Loose, massive, doesn't do it justice. This is absolutely enormous. Uh, That match will be on May the 30th at Wembley Stadium in London. Tonight, the second men's golf major, the PGA Championship, tees off at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's been seven years since Aussie last won it. Loose, who should we keep an eye out for this year? Our best hope would have to be Cameron Smith, the Queenslander and number five men's golfer in the world who won the Players' Championship in March and was right in the mix at the Masters until he found the water in the final round. Smith is a good shot. Jason Day won in 2015 with a record of 20 under. Then we've got Adam Scott, Mark Leishman and Min Woo Lee to name just a few of the eight Aussies competing. Tiger Woods will be there and he won at the last time Southern Hills was the host back in 2007 but there'll be no Phil Mickelson. He won it last year, but with everything going on with his connection to the Rebel Saudi tour, he's decided to pull out. Yeah, one of the tournament favourites, Rory McIlroy, says it's sad Mickelson isn't there this year. After all, he won it last year as a 50-year-old. Coverage starts at 11pm Australian Eastern Standard Time tonight on Foxtel and KO, and then at 4am on Sunday and Monday for the final two rounds. 
If you've been listening this week, you'll be all over the Giro d'Italia, one of the three big cycling road races in Europe. Uh, Aussie Jai Hindley is right in contention, but history was made in stage 10 and loose. The celebrations went slightly awry. So Biniam Gamay of Eritrea, which is an East African country that borders Sudan and Ethiopia, became the first black African to win a stage in a grand tour event, which are the tours of France, Italy and Spain. Gamay was understandably pumped, but things went south on the podium when the champagne cork he popped flew directly into his left eye. He still sprayed the champagne in celebration, but then went to the hospital because he couldn't see properly. Doctors found a hemorrhage in his eye, so he's had to pull out of the race to make sure it doesn't get any worse. Yeah, Gourmet says he is sad, but that he's okay and he's now looking forward to the rest of the racing season. The Jira continues tonight. You can watch it on SBS. Time for Catch This, the stuff that could arrive, what's coming up. And just a reminder from me about our tipping podcast, Don't Forget Your Tips. It covers all the matches each round of the NRL and AFL season. And we mentioned him earlier, Joey Johns turns 48 today. Hopefully, Joey's tuning in to Don't Forget Your Tips. Uh, Luce, what do you got? While the NBA Conference Finals continue today, Game 1, Golden State Warriors taking on the Dallas Mavericks at 11 a.m. our time. Yeah, watch that on Foxtel and KO. Uh, All right. Before we go, uh, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. Who are the people that have coached more NRL games than Craig Bellamy? Luce, you told us there was three. Who are they? Wayne Bennett, Tim Sheens, and Brian Smith. Yep, they've all coached more than Craig Bellamy, but Bellamy has the best winning percentage of the lot. Uh, All right, that is us done. Only one more episode for the week. Luce is going back to bed. We'll be back with you tomorrow, though. Have a great day. We'll catch you then. 